It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, You First, and our scripture reference is Amos chapter 1 verses 1 through chapter 2 verse 5. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. It happened again. I know more life and death issues had God's attention, so I'm not sure the Lord rearranged the cosmos to make this small coinciding moment happen, but I find God's spirit all around it. Some of you know I send a daily text message. It's a sentence sermon to get you thinking about your faith. Most are encouraging. I tend to reserve Wednesday morning texts for more convicting messages. This was yesterday's text. The world won't get right with Jesus if the church doesn't do it first. Then I read the passage for today's devotional, Amos. Of course, all scripture has the ability to speak to our current condition. Amos, though, seems particularly directed at us. I would consider reading it together with people from your church. For me, there was no denying the connection between the daily text and today's reading. Amos begins by introducing himself. He only uses one sentence to do so. After that, his first word is to Israel's neighboring nations. What we learn is God demands justice and mercy. Those nations had not lived up to such appeals. When you read Amos, you'll notice what God says to those outside nations is short. Chapter 1 includes 14 verses of judgment for them. And then Amos turns his attention to the people of God for the rest of the nine chapters. You see, the world won't get right with Jesus if the church doesn't do it first. God calls you and I to be different, to live in such a way that distinguishes us from the rest of the world. Yes, that can be hard to do. I guarantee you that won't happen if we don't first take seriously the call God gives us. There's a challenge to face. There's been much conversation about the status quo and the short of it is that the people who want to preserve the way things are now are typically those who benefit most from it. Look for that in Amos. That applies to politics, economics, and even ministry. We know that if things change, we might have to change as well. Many times we don't want to do the hard work of repentance and reconciliation we wouldn't say we don't care about those things or that we don't care about others. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Actions speak louder than words. Saying is one thing. Doing is another. How many more cliches can I offer? I read a rabbi once say, Anyone whose deeds are greater than his wisdom, his wisdom will endure. And anyone whose wisdom is greater than his deeds, his wisdom will not endure. 
God didn't give the church power to sit in a pew on Sunday mornings to talk Jesus. The power transforms us. And then we take that power to transform the world through the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's foolish to expect the world to suddenly turn to God in prayer. What makes us think they would want to hear from the Lord through Bible reading? Why would they seek true discipleship if the church doesn't do it first? Stay blessed.